What's up, Ryan Kohler here with today's uh, sourcing tool or model, whatever you wanna call it. Today we're gonna dig into kind of some core metrics that you need to track um, to be able to figure out how your mix of sourcing is working. Again, we're starting at the very highest level and kind of working our way down. So we're still at a 30,000 foot level when we're talking about the kind of metrics that we're tracking when it comes to sourcing and specifically today, we're gonna to be talking about how to identify the right mix of uh, different sources of applicants, how to identify how well you're doing in those different areas, and also how to identify which ones are driving not just the most noise, but the most quality applicants. So let's jump right in. Look, sourcing is power. And, and if you can walk away with one mantra um, from today's email, it would be that. Sourcing is power. There is something insanely powerful or confidence building um, about being able to control the quantity and quality or drive the quantity and quality of applicants flowing into your company's jobs. And, and when that doesn't work, right, what we get is a whole lot of frustration. We're, we're not getting enough applicants. The applicant quality is low. They, they don't show up for interviews. They turn down our offers. Um, and, and potentially even our, our applicant flow could go to nothing. It might be turned off by, by some of the job boards. And, and the biggest frustration that you might not have actually verbalized yet is that sourcing is completely out of your control. Meaning you, you just don't feel like you can make it happen um, if you want to, when you want to, how you want to. It's a huge challenge for HR and, and it gets uh, amplified by the fact that the company, the management team or your boss or your owner or the different managers, hiring managers, assume that you have this, this power to control sourcing when most likely you don't. What, what you really want and what your goal should be is to have a predictable, controllable and scalable engine for driving high quality applicants into your jobs. But most likely some of the reason why you don't have that right now is because a lot of HR professionals make some pretty consistent mistakes. Number one, they might focus on just one single source, like say free job boards and not really focus on any of the others. Number two, they don't really have a strategy. We call it posting and praying, but really they kind of put it out there, put the job out out there on the job boards. And, and really the extent of their strategy might be checking off what job boards they posted to, but not really having a, a strategy or a plan to actively improve the results they're getting from those job boards or actively expand the sources that they, they use. And, and then finally, uh, one of the biggest mistakes that encapsulates all of this is no action. Like literally we, we cap our, our active part of sourcing on posting the job and that's it and don't really do a whole lot to expand it to drive it uh, etc now here's the big idea the fact of the matter is sourcing is just marketing and if you're a marketer and you're struggling with those same exact things of only pulling from one channel not feeling control over it not being able to to pull the lever uh, to make it happen to drive it to increase it you're you're probably not gonna have a job for a very long time what marketers try to do is to get, number one, a mix of channels, a mix of different sources of, of lead flow on their side, which is applicant flow on your side. Number two, 
They try to make sure they understand each of those channels enough that they've identified how to actively drive it to, to what levers they can pull to increase both the quantity and quality of the, the applicants or leads coming through those channels. And then number three, they try to maintain a balance. What that means is even when one of those, one of those channels is being very, very effective and they might lean in and, and squeeze that channel as much as they can, at the same time, they are constantly looking to balance that effectiveness with other channels so that they don't become so reliant on a single channel of sourcing that it becomes um, able to, to freak them out or control them because what would happen if something went away or broke or, or it became more competitive. So I, I designed a model. It's really four things that you have to do when you take a channel to be able to drive it. Number one, you have to document out the flow of that channel, meaning you make a, a map. It's almost like a step-by-step -step process map of that channel from beginning to end as far as how do you, how, how do the applicants flow through it? Number two, as you're documenting it, we're looking for levers or drivers, things that we have power and control over to change or adjust that will improve the results. And then number three, we look for metrics. And, and later I'm going to introduce you to a, a funnel type um, approach to seeing those metrics, but we look for what things we can count throughout the funnel. One note there on metrics, you have to be very careful because sometimes it's really hard to be able to measure um, the metrics down a funnel, especially when it's, when it's information that's stored outside of your own control. At the end of the day, metrics are less important than appropriate right action and the concepts and principles. The metrics will work out and they'll prove you're right, but they generally don't tell you what to do. Part number two is you have to have a plan of attack, an active plan of attack. Usually the plan of attack comes down to just a handful of core focuses. Number one, reducing the friction, making it easier for applicants to flow through that from that channel. Number two is increasing the engagement, right? When an individual applicant is in the process reading an ad or, or applying, are they increasing or are we increasing how excited they are about moving forward? And number three is expansion. Once we've reduced the friction and increased the excitement or engagement, then we want to expand it out to get even more people from that channel flowing through. That's our plan of attack. And almost everything we do to improve sourcing inside of a given sourcing channel is going to have to do with one of those three things. Next up is results. We have to look for the data that shows us we are improving over time, either overall from a total company standpoint, drilled down into an area, department, uh, a certain city, or all the way down into the role. Once again, we're looking for evidence that what we knew would work is actually working to, to prove to everybody that it's working, to identify areas that we can improve, etc. But again, metrics are not going to be the number one driver of of how we do what we do. It's going to be understanding the flow, the levers, and pulling those levers. And then number four, most important, is adjusting. Brainstorming, creating a list of what things we could change, ranking them in order of what will make the biggest impact and what will be the easiest to do, and then picking something to change, to improve, so as we go back around that, what we would call a flywheel, as we go back around the process, what can we change? So what we've got is a really cool worksheet that you can use. And this is the starting point of understanding from a, a very high level what your sourcing looks like today. It's basically like a sourcing report. 
you you group all of your sources of applicants together though inside of five core areas applicants from free job boards applicants from paid job boards applicants from groups like social groups on facebook or colleges um, or associations uh, applicants from fans meaning people coming from your website walk-ins from your own company facebook page and finally referrals employee referrals those are the five core channels for sourcing for each of these channels you need to figure out how many applicants you generated and what percentage of the overall applicant flow each channel makes up now applicants are are a starting point metric they're not the most important metric because it doesn't measure or identify quality so as we measure the same thing the quantity of people and the percentage of the total in say interviews or hires from each of these sources this gives us a better um, a more drilled down way to see not just uh, what sources are driving a bunch of noise but what sources actually drive results the end result now once we have those those three which gives us the mix that are making up the last two metrics give us the power of each of these which is interviews per applicant received and hires per applicant received those will show you how likely an applicant is to get interviewed coming from each of these sources now one note here this is going to give you the starting point as you track this out the fact of the matter is just because something looks a certain way doesn't mean you're doing it right or wrong what we want to do is get an initial starting point uh, kind of benchmark so that as we start making changes and improvements that we'll be able to track it over time another way to think about this would be compared to your competitors or your industry but even that comparison I want you to be very cautious about because if your entire industry is doing it wrong if your entire industry is wholly relying on free job boards if your entire industry has best practices that are not working right now then most likely comparing your results to the rest of the industry even if you could get access to them probably isn't as effective as comparing you to your previous self so comparing your improvement month over month quarter over quarter year over year in each of these areas and so this is just a great way to be able to give yourself visibility into once again what is the current sourcing mix of applicants interviews and hires and then what is the current power structure of the the quality of each of those core five areas now clearly if you have another channel that you think we're not including here maybe it's diversity sites maybe it's uh, state workforce services uh, etc etc you can clearly put these in i would assume they fit into one of these five but if you want to add an extra one you totally can so what are the next steps number one remember sourcing is constantly changing we live in a constantly changing environment from the job boards changing to the technology changing to the job seeker desires changing to the economy changing and to your competitors changing because we are in a constantly changing environment the goal of this entire thing is to is to make sure we know that we have to keep pressing forward uh, there is no end point where we're like yes we've checked the box and we now have the perfect sourcing strategy in effect what we have to have is the perfect sourcing mentality that will drive us to constantly improve and take actions so your next step is download the worksheets um, and complete them put in whatever data you can now if you can't get access to data I'm going to create a few example ones and I'll tear down both our results and a few clients results so that you can follow along because the key here is that if you don't have access to the data at all you still can take appropriate action 
to move it forward. Uh, because again, the goal isn't the data. The goal is the result. The goal is to improve things and to take active action. So download the spreadsheets and let me know if you have any questions. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode of the 90 Days of Sourcing uh, podcast, mini-series, whatever you want to call it. Super excited for you to be along this ride and along this journey with us. Um, as you are, are listening to this, please be sure to subscribe to the podcast um, and, and watch for new episodes coming out in your email or from the podcast system or, or however you consume our content. Um, I would love, love, love to hear any questions, comments, concerns, feedback you have about today's podcast or any episode, to be honest, of any piece of content, whatever it is, or even to hear your specific challenges and pains you're struggling with sourcing. So if you want to give me some feedback, shoot me an email to ryankohler at applicantpro.com. That's Ryan, R-Y-A-N, Kohler, like the faucet, K-O-H-L-E-R, at applicantpro.com. Thanks so much for listening. Till next time, good luck hiring.